Welcome to The Measuring Line. I'm your host, Heath Meadows. Today at sundown, October 4th, 2022, will mark the beginning of the Day of Atonement, or Yom Kippur as it's known. We are in the middle of the Jewish High Holy Days that started on September 25th with the Feast of Trumpets in the Jewish New Year, and will conclude with the Feast of Tabernacles. Each one of these, though we're not commanded as New Testament believers to follow them, have significant prophetic pictures that we as Christians should really know and understand. If we look back at the spring feast, we know that Jesus in his first coming fulfilled the Passover. where He is our Passover lamb. And of course, we had Pentecost where the church was birthed on the day of Pentecost. And yet we do not see fulfillment of the fall feast. And many believe, many scholars believe that that is because those are to be fulfilled when Jesus returns to the earth, especially tabernacles, which has to do with God dwelling among his people. But today we are going to look at the day of atonement. And I found it really interesting and not a coincidence that as I do my spiritual disciplines in the morning, I read the Psalm, pray the Psalm. One of those Psalms to start Monday, one of those Psalms was 139. And on the last two verses, it says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. And I don't think, again, that's coincidence as we're heading into Yom Kippur because that has to do with taking a spiritual inventory of yourself. Passover had to do with individual redemption. Yom Kippur was more about national redemption. But I want you to think about not in terms of America as national, having this national day of redemption or national repentance. I want you to equate Israel with the church. And I'm not saying the church replaces Israel. That's that's a different teaching. But what I am trying to get at is we have made a vital mistake in the church in thinking that somehow this country is the same as the church. In other words, this is a church nation. And so as the church, as America goes, the church goes, that's, that's not even close. For one, the church is a separate kingdom outside of the kingdoms of this world because every kingdom of this world will become the kingdom of Jesus when he returns. So we need to get that stuff out of our minds. Should we be have pride in our nation? Absolutely. The United States, even with all of its flaws, the great mistakes that it has made, it is, you know, again, we have to keep in mind that it is run by men and men have many flaws. But even with all those flaws, it's still one of the greatest nations to ever exist on the face of this planet until Jesus returns and sets up his permanent kingdom. And then that kingdom in itself will be perfect. But until then, the United States has done a pretty good job with individual freedoms, freedom of religion, and making a, a, a place where people could prosper. That's why everybody wants to come here. I mean, let's be honest. But at the same time, it's not the church. And national repentance, revival, doesn't start at the Capitol. It doesn't start in Washington, D.C. It doesn't start when Donald Trump or President Biden humble themselves. The Bible says when my people who are called by my name humble themselves and repent, then I will send refreshing. Then I will send my spirit. Then I will send revival, awakening, whatever you want to call it. And so it begins in the pews. It begins in the church. 
And one of the things that we have to get past in the church is this idea that repentance is a four-letter word that we shouldn't say. And people think, well, you say repentance is judgmental, and we don't want to be judgmental. Well, no, that's not what repentance is. Repentance is basically changing your mind, doing a 180-degree turn, and stopping that going in one direction to pursue another, which is should be the way, and that is Christ. That is what repentance is. In fact, Peter, on the day of Pentecost, says there is no refreshing without repentance. He tells the people when they ask him, what, what, what must we do? And he says, repent, so the times of refreshing may come. So without repentance, there is no refreshing. Repentance is a blessing. It is something that, as Christians, we get to boldly approach the throne of God, a holy God, a consecrated God, with all of our flaws, with all of our evils, with everything that's in our heart that's not of him, and we get to lay those things on the altar and say, God, make me more like you. Teach me your ways. Walk me and lead me in the path of everlasting life. Search me and find the things that are not of you so that I might walk closer to you. You see, this is not about a religion that says, I got to check and work these things off or, you know, I'm trying to do works. It's about trying to have a closer relationship relationship with our Lord and Savior and becoming more Christ-like as we walk out our salvation, as we walk out this Christian life. In order to do that, we need to surrender ourselves, pick up our cross, ask the Holy Spirit to search us, let him reveal things that we need to work on, and begin to repent and ask him forgiveness. The Jewish belief is that when they did this, the next year, the tone for the next year was set. In other words, if you didn't repent, if you didn't take inventory, you drug all the nasty crap into the following year, from the following year into the new year. The the idea is this is a time to start over, to purge yourself of anything. If you've done someone wrong, fix it. If you're in sin, fix it. If you need to go before the Lord and ask forgiveness, do it. And so you start the new year off clean and ready to go. And everything that could have caused a curse is taken care of. That is what the, you know, that's what the feast, that's what it's all mostly about. And it was actually one of the only times that the temple was opened up so the common person could see inside the temple. And there's all kinds of cool types and shadows of Christ in these feasts. I highly recommend every Christian uh, put that as a to-do in their Bible study is to really study out the feast because, again, you're going to learn more about Jesus in the feast, and that's what we, we really want to do. But this is a time to take inventory. It's a time to settle down and say, God, what is in me? that's not of you, so that I might be closer to you, that I might start revival in my home, that I might start revival in my community and in my church. Again, it doesn't start with the White House. It starts with God's house, and that means that every individual person needs to take inventory. So I just want to challenge my listeners out there to take this opportunity and ask the Holy Spirit to reveal into to reveal to you things that you need to work on or things you need to repent of. And I can guarantee you it ain't going to be a judgmental thing. It's going to be a time of refreshing for you. It's going to be a time of blessing for you when you do these things because it shows God that you 
really care about pleasing him and having a relationship with him. Before we, I let you go, just want to give you a heads up on some of the things that are coming down the pipe. I'm about to do maybe one or two podcasts on witchcraft. You don't want to miss those. I believe that God's revealed some things to me specifically about Southern Ohio and the area that I live. So if you live in these areas, you definitely want to listen to that. Uh, I'm going to talk about a dream that I had. We're also going to look at witchcraft, what's happening in our society with that, some of the children's programming that is just off the wall with it. So it's probably going to be more than one podcast because there's a lot to cover. We are obviously in October when at the end of the month we have Halloween and these things are really amped up during this time. Although anymore, you pretty much don't you see it all year long but we're really going to start to see those things amped up in the next couple weeks so i want to make sure that i'm teaching you guys what the bible says about it where it's at in the bible and what christians can do about it so i look forward to that and make sure that you tell everybody out there about the podcast get the word out so we can begin to spread the word of god even more and reach more people and until we talk again god bless